and we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I'm your host, Eric, and this week's show is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and our friends at Badger Breaks. What's going on, going on, everybody? I hope you've all had a blessed week. I have. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I really appreciate you hanging out. We have a oh, great show with you. I, I, I'm going to call it a great show because I got two of my friends on the show. We have Brooke from BAS. She's joining us, and we're talking uh, Slamoween. This is the first Slamoween episode of 2018, so all month long we're going to be talking uh, wrestling collectibles, UFC collectibles, boxing collectibles, uh, even in Halloween collectibles. So, uh that we got that all month long. We're gonna have a featured uh, featured uh, interview with somebody talking about one of those things. Uh, and I love this time of year because we get to give away a bunch of our wrestling cards and uh, UFC cards and and fun stuff. I know that we have a a Halloween giveaway, a day of Halloween giveaway. I think it's Alien, a box of Alien. It might be two boxes of Alien from Upper Deck, but uh, I'll have to I'll have to check on that. But we have just where. Where superhero September is is great for for people who love the non sport stuff. This is really my my niche because I love I love wrestling. I love uh, boxing and UFC. Got the big fight this weekend. UFC Conor McDavid, uh, Conor McGregor. I said Conor McDavid. Conor McGregor uh, fighting Khabib, and that looks to be a just a knockout, full fledged brawl. Uh, I believe Khabib is favored right now. Uh, via vegas odds but i'm don't quote me on that got that going on we have uh the the big wrestling pay-per-view this weekend uh over in australia with undertaker versus uh triple h i know that those bigger shows uh in in uh in foreign countries those guys are paying big money to see this kind of stuff so if you want to get up tomorrow morning this this is friday uh friday october 5th if you want to get up tomorrow morning and watch it at five o'clock in the morning uh live please Feel free to do so. I think I'll catch the replay a little bit later in the, in the day, so I don't have to do that. Um, also, we have the Red River Shootout or the Red River Rivalry, whatever you want to call it, uh, Texas OU this weekend, and a full slate of college and football games on top of all the already UFC pay-per-view and the uh, and the WWE pay-per-view as well. So it's going to be a full, busy weekend uh, in my household as I try to get, get, take in as much as I can. Not sure about paying for that uh, UFC fight yet. I don't know that I want to shell out that kind of money, but if I can find some guys to uh, come over and watch it, we can do that. Or maybe I'll just go to a restaurant or something and check it out there. All right, uh, let's get into the show. I, ha- I, have a, I have two friends two friends on the show this week. We have, we have Brooke uh, in, from BAS, and we're, we're talking uh, autographs and football and, and uh, wrestling and just a little bit of everything. Uh, there's been a rash of um, horror genre, horror genre movie autographs come in that of late, as as you would expect in October. But that's uh, it's kind of more of a more than just October though. It's kind of been a trend throughout the year as this as this genre of autographs picks up. So I we get her thoughts on that, and we also get her thoughts on the Vikings, and because uh, she's a <laughs> she's a Vikings fan. And a collector, so we, we we pick it. We catch up with what she's uh, working on with her collection. She also has a great BAS offer for you guys. Um, it's an incredible deal if you uh, if you want to go ahead and submit to BAS. Uh, I'll let her tell you about it later in the interview, but it's something that I'm sure you don't want to miss out on. Then later after that, we have uh, our our featured interview, Mister Pat Geek Jeff Hofer. He's he is in the house. He was. Um, in the in the house very early this morning it was it was very it was dark outside still 
but uh, we we got him done and he got off to work. But it, it's a fun interview. We talk about we talk about the Pat Geek. We talk about the web series. We talk about his collecting habits, and uh, he's he's expect he and his wife are expecting their first child Monday. But he has a great story about how he found out that she was uh, she was pregnant, and it has a great collecting tie-in. So uh, don't want to miss that. But before we get to those, let's get to new products and pricing. Um, new pricing has been scarce as we have been frantically working on uh, all the new products that have come out the last couple of weeks. So there's not much to mention there except for WWE Undisputed. All right, new products is, again, another big week in the hobby. 2017-18 Panini Impeccable Basketball hit your shelves uh, this week. 18-19 Upper Deck Artifacts hit your shelves this week. Leaf Best of Baseball hit your shelves this week. 2018 Leaf Grand Slam Tennis, which I think is an underrated product, also comes out this week. Uh, Panini Contenders Draft Picks Baseball. Came, is coming out this week. Panini Flawless Collegiate Football is coming out this week. Panini Illusion Football is out already. Topps Archive Signature Series Baseball Retired Edition is out, and Topps WWE Women's Division is out as well. That's a lot of uh, new hobby offerings on your plate, so make sure you're, go to, you're going and pick those up, and please show us your hits. We want to share them with uh, everybody else. I see all those hits on Twitter. Go ahead and tag the Fat Packs in them so we can uh, help push them out for you as well. All right, uh, let's get into the show, but before I do, I want to make one last mention of some other projects that I'm working on. Uh, Driving the Donkeys is episode two. That's out. We Drew and I recorded that this uh, this past Tuesday night, and we took a deep dive into Bradley Chubb. Please go check it out at the Driving the Donkeys uh, Facebook page. Just at Driving the Donkeys, and you can uh, you can join us live every Tuesday at eight thirty Central Time. Again, this week we took a deep dive into Bradley Chubb and what his cards are doing on the market. It's a great episode uh, because he's a defensive player, and you just don't think about uh, you don't think about a defensive player selling as well as he does. But he 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 does, man. He he, he brings in some money, so uh, go check that out. Also, props, the football season, so this is prop season three, is going to be back next week, and I wanted to run down the movies for you that Kevin and I will be uh, breaking down. We There's a ton of football movies, and there's I think there's one glaring omission, but we left it out on purpose, and that's Rudy that is not on this list. Do not come looking for Rudy on uh, the football season of props we there are plenty of other um, plenty of other movies that we want to get in and rudy's just a very obvious one so we wanted to save it for maybe like season two the next football season or whatever and it so we put it there uh so the list of the, these six movies are as follows necessary roughness which is a freaking comedy gold classic it's it's one of those movies that you love to hate, and I hate to love it, but it's it's so good. I I, I really like it. Sinbad, uh, Rob Schneider, um, just Tom Balakala, just whoever they're all in it, and it's or Scott Balaka, they're all in it, and it's uh, just gold. It's absolute gold. The replacements we put the, we put that one in there because of the tie-in with the uh, NFL strike in the eighties. There's a good. There's a good way to tie that all in, and even the USFL. Leatherheads is a look at early professional football when professional football was a laughing stock and no one wanted to do it. College football was all the rage then. Uh, 
The Last Boy Scout. That is definitely a football movie through and through. It's about a legal or a, a governor or a senator who wants to uh, legalize ga- sports gaming, and it's centered, it's centered around football. Uh, great Bruce Willis film. And I say great because it is. Maybe not, but I don't know. I think it's a great movie. Uh, we're gonna do the, We're gonna take a look at the thirty for thirty on Carter High. Uh, that's pretty. It's gonna be pretty cool because that's something that both Kevin and I lived through here in the Dallas Fort Worth area when it was happening. And then a movie that neither of us has seen, but everybody loves for some. And I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. But Brian's song. And I think we're gonna take a look at the original and maybe uh, maybe the maybe the new one and compare it. I don't know if there's much of a comparison there to be made. But uh, it's it's a movie that everybody seems to love, and uh, we we're gonna, we're gonna check it out because neither of us has ever seen that one. So there's your six movies for the props football season, and then props basketball will be uh, not far behind that as well as we work out those details. All right, we got your new products and pricing out of the way. We have set up the show and we have told you about the new stuff coming, the new podcast coming, and uh, that we're working on in the following week. So I think we're all good to go. Again, we have Brooke from BAS. She's joining us. She's talking autographs, football, fantasy, a little bit of everything. She's, uh, she's got a great discount code for you to, for you guys to use for BAS. And then on the other side, Jeff Hofer, the pack geek who has just an amazing, amazing story of finding out how he and his wife were expecting. Do not miss that. It's a great collecting tie in, especially for, for guys who are lifelong fans of a certain player, so it's a it's it's a it's a can't miss segment. Do not turn it off. It's going to be great. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out, and we'll be right back after this quick break. This is Terry Smith from uh, Icon AI, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, coming up next here on the Fat Packs is our first guest of the week, Mrs. Brooke. What's up, Brooke? How are you doing? What's up, Eric? How's it going, man? How's BAS treating you? It is amazing right now. Seeing some really, really cool stuff, keeping me busy for sure. Awesome. To answer your question, I'm doing well. It's, oh, okay, great. It's, yeah, it's, it's good early. to hear. Yeah. It's early. <laughs> like I haven't gotten here and done a, done an episode this early in a, in a long time. Yeah. I'm usually... Uh, I usually get it done the day before, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this time I just it just didn't happen. Hey, well here happen. we are. Here we are. Uh, I got my water. You got your vitamin, vitamin water. water. Yeah, you know, I remember when you first started. You were like my go-to girl for uh, Propel. Propel. Hey, I'm still on the Propel train. It's just been a while. It it hasn't been on sale. So vitamin water's on sale right now. I see. That stuff's yeah. all over the office too. So like, good. Like if you open any random refrigerator, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, and Bai, those little like tropical Bai drinks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, me and a couple of the guys over in grading, we just pound those all day long. Great Justin Timberlake commercials. There. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's great. honestly the only reason why I buy those. So I wanted to get you. <laughs> I wanted to get you on. Uh, you we were we were just chatting. Uh, off air a couple of days ago, and you were like, "Hey, I want to come to the fat packs." I'm like, well, come on, yeah, here we go. And it's it's the first week of Slamoween. Mm-hmm. This is our annual uh, like wrestling Halloween giveaway, and we have been seeing some really cool uh, horror genre autographs coming 100%. through BAS. Mm-hmm. 
line those up. What do we? What, I mean, I've seen them, but yeah. Like, what what's caught your eye? It's just been some just really awesome stuff, and I mean, like it goes beyond just like the Robert England, like Nick Castle as the shape. Like I saw a couple autographs of the actress that plays the nun. Like I I don't even really know her name. I think her first name's like Bonnie, but. They're coming in and you're just like, wow, like never seen those before. Like there's a new movie called Terrifier. I think it's a Netflix exclusive movie, but okay. it's really taken off. Uh, the cast of the Terrifier. Um, of course, you're still seeing like uh, Heather Langenkamp from Friday the 13th, or not Friday the 13th, but Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure. And it's just like the stuff that we're seeing coming in. It's not just photos and flats. It's masks, posters, canvases. So, I mean, I've definitely seen, I mean, I know that we're kind of close to Halloween, but it seems like this stuff's coming in more and more throughout the year. Nice. So, it's really, really good to see, you know, some non-sport love coming in here. The first time I remember seeing something like like. And it catching my I've seen Robert England a thousand times. Yeah, right? sure. You know, everybody, but it was Linda Blair uh, from The Exorcist. Yeah, and it was two years ago at the National. And mm-hmm. It was just it was sitting on a table, and people were just walking by it. I'm like, that's a that's a yeah, that's pr- pretty cool. cool you know? Yeah, why, why is anybody picking up? Of course, it's it's hard to pick up an uh, an autograph with a of an eight by ten or eleven by twenty with mm-hmm. with green split piece suit coming out of your right. mouth. Like, where do you hang that? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'd love to take that one home. And Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's definitely not like a wall piece. It's kind of like a put it in a binder piece. Exactly. Yeah. So that was the first time I noticed it. But this, as I've gotten on Facebook and gotten into, like, groups and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I see more and more of this this horror genre. Uh, and since we're talking about Halloween, the Slammoween and everything, like, it's... It's bigger than what we let on, I think. Right. And I mean, like, one thing that I love seeing is um, we have a local convention here, Texas Frightmare. So Mm -hmm. we actually, BAS had a booth at it last year, and it was amazing. And uh, they had probably five or six of the actors that played Jason Voorhees throughout the series. Okay. But it was really fun to see how they interacted with each other and how they signed. So, I mean, you have people like Steve Dash and, like, Ted White, but Steve Dash will sign the real Jason. And, like, then you'll go over to Ted White and he'll sign the real Jason. So it's really funny to see how they kind of interact. And same thing with Halloween, you know, Nick Castle being the shape and then the other actors that portrayed him after. It's kind of like they take, like, little fun jabs at each other. So That's funny. It's pretty cool. you're all set and stoked for... This new Halloween that's coming out, right? Yes. That it's kind. Of, I'm what I'm excited about it the most is one is Jamie Lee Curtis is back mm-hmm. and Nick Kissel, Nick Castle yep. is back, but it's completely uh, undoing the other crappy right. sequels. Exactly. And, and they're doing they're doing this right this right way. Which it's funny because I've like I started watching like I bought the Halloween you know ten disc set that includes the Rob Zombie ones. Sure. So last night the Halloween six the Curse of Michael Myers was up with mm-hmm. the one that has Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. Just terrible. Like, the worst movie, like, hands down. But this one, especially since Danny McBride is involved, which you think Danny McBride, you think, like, Pineapple Express, you know, the Seth Rogen crew. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, like, looking forward to see how Danny McBride takes Halloween and makes it scarier. Eastbound and down. Right. Like, I mean, it just doesn't seem like that would be in his court. So I'm excited. I already have plans to see it Thursday when it comes out and the Saturday. So So it comes out next Thursday. It comes out, I think, October 19th. But they have, like, you know how, like, some theaters, they'll have, like, the earlier showing. So, but, yeah, I'm stoked. Awesome. So what I was going to get to that was the shape. Like, Mm -hmm. I know who the shape is. You know who the shape is. People who casually watch this film might not know who the shape is. Yeah. Does Nick Castle sign a lot or is he or is he getting there or is it is it tough to find? No, I mean, like, he's pretty common to find. I mean, like, you can get pieces of his for around, you know, 40 to 60 dollars on eBay, which I'm actually looking to pick some up because 
the like all these horror autos that I see, like I get jealous. Okay. And I'm like, I need that. But I know that he does a lot of um a lot of the cons and you know makes appearances that kind of stuff. I think you know like Kane Hodder obviously signs a lot more I think mm-hmm. than Nick Castle does, but his stuff's pretty relatively easy to find. Now, what about Jamie Lee Curtis? Is she? You know, I've hardly seen Jamie Lee Curtis really at all, and I don't think I've seen her on a Halloween piece. Wow. So yeah, That's mainly I'll see like Nick Castle, John Carpenter. Those are the two really popular ones but i would love to see like a 2018 halloween poster like with jamie lee curtis and nick castle i would that would probably spend a lot of money (laughs) on that (laughs) that's funny now um you do see a lot of stuff come through here yeah i'm not talking just halloween now but like has there been something in the last few months since you've been on that's caught your eye like wow this is really cool you've had some haven't we had some like political documents or something in that yeah well like right now in my office i have one order that has um this is all in the same order it has amelia Earhart in it it has uh king george of england queen elizabeth the second of england i mean it's just stuff and you're like how and how you know just stuff like that comes in but then also since it's slamoween there's been a lot of wrestling that's been coming in a lot like it's been picking up a lot like uh, a lot of people are starting to get the the WWE Undisputed cards, because they have yeah. really, really nice card art, and the Heritage. Okay. So a lot, a lot of autos coming in, like people like uh, Dusty Rhodes Sting right now has really been coming in hot, and uh, my favorite wrestler, Mick Foley. So Mick. we've been getting in some photos, 8x10s. It's just been really, really cool stuff. I told you off air uh, the story of when my wife gave me Sacco yes. for Christmas. I, I literally cried like a child. Yeah, I would have too. <laughs> it's, but yeah. Mick Foley... <laughs> He's such he he transcends wrestling. He's right. He's an author. He he writes kids books. He writes you know he's got three other really great books out mm-hmm. there. Uh, he's a he's I don't know if you have the network, but he's got this show on the network right now called Twenty Years of Hell. I haven't what, seen it yet. Uh, so he he's a stand up. He's doing a stand up act. Okay. And what it is is he's sharing he's sharing his story and his perspective of Hell in Cell nineteen ninety eight when he was thrown from the top of the cell. Nice. So uh, it's. He's so popular, and, and like for people our age, he was such a big part of our youth right. that uh, I can see where you would see a lot of those coming in. Um, you, you mentioned Dusty Rhodes. Obviously, he's passed on to the next plane now, right? but uh, he's the man can dream Dusty Rhodes, baby. And I was just wondering, uh, with Dusty, do, do you see a lot of that Dusty stuff in there? <laughs> you know, the, he, 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 He's just the son of a plumber, man. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. So, Perfection. Uh, uh, I love Dusty. So yeah. what are you seeing with Dusty? Is it 8x10s? Is it stuff um, like that? A lot of it is honestly kind of like trading cards, you okay. know, evens from like, you know, 2012, 2013 kind of top stuff, okay. um, earlier top stuff. But people, you know, wrestling sign trading cards have been coming in hot, so. That's Which is awesome. good to see yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's definitely a good mix up from just your standard, you know, Mickey Mantles, Frank right. Robinson trading cards. Right. A lot, a lot of stuff's been coming in that's just kind of like off the wall, but I'm loving it because, you know, it gives... Gives more collectors more options and, you know, brings new people into this crazy hobby of ours. So, And that's what really was keeping the lifeblood alive. And yeah. Just, you know, re- you can recycle the same people over and over and over. When you right. get the new stuff in, that's what really, uh, yeah. really does uh, well. Now, uh, let's talk about fakes because I'm always interested yep. in fakes. Do you guys – are you – I don't, I don't know how to ask this without getting people in trouble. Are you guys kicking stuff a lot, a lot of stuff back? And if you are, like, who, who are the – 
subjects that are getting kicked back. Well, I mean, definitely you see people start getting hot and you start seeing more forgeries and, you know, things that are not authentic. So right now um, you got Pat Mahomes, who's mm-hmm. tearing up the NFL. Sure. And then, you know, we'll start seeing a little bit more, you know, shadier looking Pat Mahomes. Uh, baseball right now, I think, you know, it's still the judges. It's still the Trouts, you know. But then again, you'll have people have a hot game. Right. And then you'll see, you know, a couple not authentic pieces the following week. So, I mean, it definitely kind of like, you know, the eBay trends on selling pack pull cards. It mm-hmm. comes and goes with their bumps and, you know, ups and downs. Sure. So, and I mean, you're always going to see, you know, you still see the fake mantles from Operation Bullpen. You still see, you know, the plastic wrap Ken Griffey Juniors from right. Bullpen. So, I mean, that stuff's always going to happen. And uh, I think I actually saw the best one I've seen. It was a uh, Nikola Tesla. Okay. It was a Tesla, um, not authentic piece, but it was written in English, and like English wasn't his first language. You're right. So I mean, it's stuff like that that you see, and <laughs> I, you know, it just kind of blows your mind. But that's why we're here to, you know, kind of protect the buyer who, you know, they might be looking for a Tesla. They see a piece, or you know, even somebody like Aaron Judge, you know, come to us, you know, buy BAS certified products because at least sure. you know you're getting the expert opinion, and you don't have to worry about buying anything you know what's been the reaction thus far i mean we're about two years with bas Mm -hmm. now um have we seen a massive a massive push towards bas in the industry uh, aside from uh the our competitors Mm -hmm. now that there's a third option yeah Is is that how it is i would say you know bas our business it's it's going great and i think more and more people are using bas which is really really great to see sure um, a lot of people who were really comfortable with Beckett grading, you know, we kind of earned their trust and we earned, you mm-hmm. know, where, you know, they might have sent their autographs to other companies. Now they're just kind of staying at home with Beckett, okay. which I think is great. So we'll have people with grading BAS orders in-house. And then now with CBCS, it's really like a one-stop shop. Sure. So, I mean, there's really no reason to go anywhere else whenever right. we can provide pretty much any service that you'd like for your collectibles here. Yeah, that's that's true. We, yeah. uh, we can do just about anything yeah. we need to do here. It's pretty so. sweet. Um all right, let's switch gears and talk about uh, football, your cousin lovers, your fantasy football oh, team. Man. Cousin lovers is probably one of the best yeah. names I've ever and heard And the of. guys hate it. Yeah. The guys hate it because, you know, we have the Beckett Trophy. Oh, yeah. And so if I win this year, which I think right now I'm 3-1, and one, so I'm doing pretty good. Okay. Scored the highest points in the league last week. Nice. You know, crushing it. Um, I'm going to get that engraved on the trophy because that's going to be mine for a year. Right. And so I'm really making a push for having cousin lovers engraved on that uh, Beckett Lombardi. You should definitely do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just even more motivation for me to win. But, you know, if we're talking Kirk Cousins real life, not fantasy football, Mm -hmm. don't even know what to think right now. It's like, you know, we're supposed to have... One of the best defenses in the league, and right. you know, I've I've really boiled it down to I think we're missing the leadership of like Terrence Newman. Yeah, he's gone. Cornerbacks are struggling. You know, defensive line it's like Swiss cheese. So I'm hoping that we can pull it together against the Eagles. No, are you guys seeing with the, with the season ramping up? Are you guys seeing uh, more? You mentioned Pat Mahomes, but are you yep. are you seeing more NFL stuff back there? A lot, and I mean, especially of the newer prospects like uh, 2018 Elite, the base set. It's really popular to get signed because they have a. Uh, I think the twenty eight the twenty eighteen elite draft picks college unis. Yeah. So that's really popular. Um, like people like Nick Chubb, uh, mm. who's the Patriot Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yep. Uh, which he's been kind of tearing it up along with James White. So mm-hmm. we've been seeing a lot more of him. Um, so I mean, definitely a lot of the prospects. I really haven't seen any like signed jerseys or footballs yet. I've okay. seen pretty much flats and cards for now. So hopefully, once we get more into the season, we'll see more of the 
memorabilia. See more of the memorabilia. Yeah, for so sure. The Vi- back to the Vikings, they're what are they one two and one? Is that right? It's like we're pulling like a Cleveland Browns this yeah. season. So yeah, we're one two and one. That that tie, we had, well we had back to back weeks this season with with, with ties. ties in them. Like I tell my wife on Sundays when when we get to sit down and watch football together, I'm like, there's gonna be a tie. Yep. Because that's just how it was at the beginning of the season. So. Uh, I'm I'm pulling for those ties. Those are those are pretty. I impressive mean, they're me. fun, but it's like I mean, I I sit here as a Vikings fan my whole life since mm-hmm. 1999, nine years old when Gary Anderson missed the field goal. Sure, it's just constant, you know, field goal disappointment. So I'm watching that game and three missed field goals. That was horrible. And I mean, we could have won the game right there. Yeah. So maybe I'm not really sure what else we can do at that point. And and you know, honestly, to me, I'm not really a Cowboys fan, you know, sorry to Cowboys fans, but Dan Bailey is such an angel. So I'm just so glad to have like an actual kicker yeah. on the team. So, and he made all of his PATs and all of his field goals, so He's uh It's good. He was Mr. Consistent here in Dallas and I don't I mean, yeah. They cut him because of salary cap, salary cap reasons, yep. but uh, I would have found a way to work that in. Yeah, and then they kept that mayor kid, and I don't yeah. think he had kicked an NFL game before but they traded him out. For with, with him, though, he missed his first kick in Carolina, mm-hmm. but he hasn't missed since. Okay, well, that, hey, that's good. And so if you're if you're paying $3 million to Dan Bailey or you're paying mayor like six fifty. Yeah, yeah I could see that. So, so there you go. But it's like, like to me, like I'll start thinking, like, okay, like they're not paying. You know, Jason Witten's out. Right. Des Bryant's gone. Right. You don't have a little bit of room. Yeah. For Bailey, but hey, I'm happy with with the decision that they made because now he's our kicker. So. Well, we're still playing Tony Romo. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, which honestly, Tony Romo as an announcer, not bad. Yeah, not bad. So anybody but, but Chris Whitten. Collinsworth, like. <laughs> Do you watch that Monday night game? Do you? Do you yes. So mm-hmm. the way that uh, Tess and Wit and Boog, they all go just Wit, Tess, Boog, Boog, Tess, yep. Wit. It's like they've been best friends for years. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have probably caught the uh, caught the eerie of your significant other by giving you Randy Moss stuff, and I yeah. recently gave you a Randy Moss piece that uh, you said. You were going to sleep with. You were going to make it a blanket. Yep. So, but it's it's hanging up in your. It's in, hanging up on the bedroom wall. Yeah. So every night I give Randy Moss fist bumps, and then I just <laughs> fall asleep peacefully. And yeah. I'm sorry for whatever issues yeah. I may have caused. Caused <laughs> there. I don't. I don't. Uh, how, I mean, like honestly, how big do you do you think think that thing was? It was probably like. It's enough to take up an entire like mm-hmm. standard size bedroom wall. Like it's, it's a small blanket. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it definitely is. My my son has a twin bed. And oh, yeah. That would definitely yeah, fill the twin bed. Yeah, it would definitely bed. cover it and drape off the so sides. So what I didn't tell you when I gave that to you is um, that hung at the Hall of Fame when they'd had the induction ceremony. Nice. So now you know that. Yes. Uh, there you go. Thank you. Uh and I'm sorry about whatever I've done. If hey, I, <laughs> it's, you know, and like my whole thing is like now I'm in full like Randy Moss stock mode. I'm yeah. like, where's he going to be? Because I have that and then I have that foam board right, poster right, that right. you gave me. And then I commissioned custom art from a San Antonio artist. So then I got my canvas. What's, what's her name? Her uh, her name is Mel C, the artist. And yeah. she kind of does like uh, like pop art paintings. Yep. But super cool looking paintings. Sure. So great prices too. I've reached out to Mel a couple of times and mm-hmm. she has big time me. Uh oh. What's up with that? I don't know. I mean, like, she'll like message me and be like, "Hey, do you need any, you know, anything else done?" I mean, like, she's kind of, you know. Maybe you should tell her that we love sports artists on this yes. show, and I will 
I will be very nice. I will see what I can do because she's great. <laughs> yeah, the moss that you have hanging in your office. Yeah, and the other stuff. It is. It's very. It's pop art. It looks like. I don't want to call her Andy Warhol, but it looks like something Andy yeah. Warhol would do. Very right? cool, kind of like the like Marilyn Monroe style, yeah. you know, pop art. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So that big afroed uh, Randy, Randy Moss, Moss yep. in your office is when he's cheesing. It's pretty dope. Uh, what are you working on collecting wise? You are, I know that you're always working on Vikings. So is yep. there is there a player that you're working on? Or? Well, I'm working on two things right now. Kind of going back to, I'm working on a Masters of Horror set. So I'm okay. I'm trying to go after all of the main, you know, like uh, all the Jasons. Sure. Uh, so right now I have Steve. Dash, and then I have the one that played um, like young Jason in the first one. I can't think of his name right now. I'm totally spacing. Yeah. Um, I added a Robert England to my collection, nice. which uh, is pretty sweet. And then I'm also working on the Sandlot Heritage Baseball autographs because okay. those are cool. They are. And not, I mean, not incredibly hard to find. Like one of those guys no. lives around the corner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like it's super funny because like I'll be at shows and you can buy like eight by tens individually for like five to you know five to ten bucks. Sure. Um, but now you see the cards come out and the cards of the same players are going for you know twenty five to forty. Right. So it's nice to see like that hair. I, I think it was Heritage. Heritage, you know, released a really nice set with great art, great pictures from the movies, and that's actually kind of holding a lot of value. So. So th- this might not be a fair question to ask you, but. It happened with me mm-hmm. pretty early in my Beckett career, like probably six or seven months into it. I was so used to seeing all this cool stuff come mm-hmm. in that it just kind of became run of the mill. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's nice. Right. But has that happened to you on the autograph side yet? No. Or, no you, it's every Not day at all. Just... I mean, like, it was definitely kind of happening to me whenever I worked in grading. Like, mm-hmm. I got kind of passive, and I'm like, oh, it's another Mike Trout super refractor, you know, yeah. or a Platinum 101, and you just get numb to it because you're holding stuff same size. Right. Same, you know, cards, you know. I know that sounds horrible for the hobby, too. You know, it does, but it's like, you know, if you're surrounded by... Things that you will probably never have in your life all day. And it's like sometimes like you get kind of hostile about it. Like I remember seeing like uh, whenever they did the Randy Moss Spectre set and like he was in prism. Yeah. I would, oh, you know, here's the gold Randy Moss Vikings Uni out of 10. And I would be like, I don't even know this person, but I don't think I like you. I don't like you at all. And you know, so I mean, but on the autograph side, it's like every day that we get in mail, it's like Christmas, but not for me. But I still get to, you know, enjoy. (laughs) the 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 atmosphere sure so i mean like today like we got in it was a peyton manning signed baseball bat never seen one of those before just really weird like why and how have you ever gotten any peyton manning uh nationwide insurance no but that would be awesome (laughs) well and okay and like also right now so the guy that does the voice for bluebell ice cream he he's he's actually came in here before right so his name's harlan and he used to draw caricatures for a restaurant called the Steering Wheel. Yeah. So right now we're helping him authenticate his caricature set because he would basically draw the celebrity mm-hmm. and then have them sign it right after. Mm. So you have people like Smokey Robinson, Jimmy Dean, like from the Sausage, right? Like just really Hold cool. Wait, you gotta stop. Yeah. You gotta stop. Yeah. No one here knows what Jimmy Dean's sausage is oh, between man. me and you. Yeah, that's but, probably true. But Jimmy Dean's sausage was amazing y- yes yes so <laughs> Even if it, i think it's still out there but it's still around but like jimmy dean like here in the south jimmy oh, Dean's yeah. sausage was like oh yeah there was nothing above nothing it. above <laughs> it at all so i mean like he has like clint eastwood and they're like they're his own drawings that he did and then he's getting them signed now and sure. i think he's actually trying to get on pawn stars with them oh nice so which would be awesome but it's like his whole you know life collection and set so it's stuff like that that you see and you're like wow 
We need to get him on the show. I 100% agree. Next time he's in, you tell him. Yeah, I think he lives in Florida, but he should be, he might be coming back up here soon because I think he's going to bring me more of the caricatures. Well, if he's doing, how does he do Bluebell ice cream and live in Florida? I think it's just kind of like, like, you know, recorded audio kind of thing. I don't think he's actually in the commercials. He's just that, like, you know, velvety, the velvety smooth, like, you know, vanilla ice cream voice. Yeah, I think so too because he, that's, do you like Bluebell? I love, you know, I love Bluebell so much. I graphed him whenever he came here Did to the really? Beckett office. Like I printed out eight by tens of like the Bluebell logo. Yeah. And he signed it. Uh, Eat all you can. We'll sell the rest. <laughs> nice. And honestly, it's like one of my probably top 10 pieces right there. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Tillamook guy personally. Okay. But that's Hey, just, Tillamook's delicious it too is. though. Yeah. It really is. So, uh, I love how this turned into it's like sausage and ice cream talk now. It's called the fat packs. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a Telemuk guy personally. I think that whole uh, Listeria outbreak thing kind of yeah. With the with you know what I'm willing to risk death though. Are you? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's yeah. awesome. All right, yeah. uh, let's let's bring it back around to uh, BAS. What do you guys are you guys running any specials right now or anything that we, we need are to know running? About? Probably the best special that I've seen since I started working here. Okay, what is it? So let me let me educate you guys. We are doing anybody with a retail fee of forty nine dollars and under. Okay. So this is your Aaron Judges. These are Mike Trout's. These are you know like Duke Snyder's. You know those kind of athletes. If it's under $49 or less and you have trading cards, we're authenticating and encapsulating them for $10. There you go. So, you know, if you guys have like a stack of 20 IP cards laying around, send them in now because it's honestly not going to get better than this. Do they need a code or anything for that? Uh, Yeah. So the promo code, if if, uh, you guys write it on your submission forms, it's OCT for October and then 10. OCT. So, yeah, OCT 10. Okay. And then we'll wrap this up by telling us the shows you guys are going to be out. Uh, do you know the rest of the year? Or? Uh, I know that the guys just left Florida, and then I think we're doing South Bay Sports Cards in California today, but I think we're kind of – I know the authenticator is going to be home for a little bit, okay. so definitely check the Beckett Authentication homepage, okay. and it'll tell you where we're about to be next. Awesome. So, All right. Uh, thank you very much, Brooke, for stopping by. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back with Jeff the Pack Geek. Hey, this is Jeff Eisenman of the Post Game, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're going to close out uh, our week here on the Fat Packs with our featured interview, the Pat Geek. You might have seen him around uh, on YouTube and and all of the other social media outlets. Jeff Hofer is here. What's up, Jeff? Hey, thank you for having me, Eric. It is uh, it's exciting. This is the first time I've done Fat Packs in the Beckett studio. In the studio. I, that's that's right. You were on the shows from the National with me, but I felt like I shortchanged you there and you didn't get this whole experience, so I wanted to bring you in. So thank you very much for getting up uh, before everybody in the world and getting here. It's so, so dark outside. It really is. It really is. Um, but you're here, so you, you took the little tour. Yeah. What would you think? Uh, this place is cool. Yeah? Like, uh, I don't know how much I can give away on the air, but um, if you were to drive by this building, very unassuming. you would not think it was cool like this inside. Yeah. But I, I was impressed. Um, yeah, I have some favorite parts. I don't know what's top secret or what's not around I mean, here. the only thing you can't see is, is the grading area, but, like, we took you in the card library, showed you all that. Everybody loves that because of, like, the it just brings back 
fond memories of childhood, I guess, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Well, Eric says he took me by the grading area, and what he means by that is he let me go in there and grade, you know, two <laughs> to three cards. Um, I think I was fair, except for the hockey cards, just because I'm, I'm so not familiar with those. So sorry, guys, who's ever receiving this. If you ever want to take the grading test, I'm sure we can set that up. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's it's 10 cards, and it's kind of difficult. It's not an easy thing to pass. When can we do this? Uh, I can make it happen soon. I mean, you, 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 you're a local guy, so anytime you want to come up. Nine, 9.5 on this challenge. 9.5 on the challenge. All right, so a hey, 10 auto. I, I, we got to chat a little bit at the National, but I wanted to know a little bit more about you. How, when did you get into collecting, and like what brought you into it? Um, well, as most of the listeners, I collected, started collecting really young. Um, I think 1985 was the first year I really uh, was super interested in cards. Before then, I bought a couple packs here and there, but 85, I actively went to the the grocery store, and we fortunately had a baseball card shop about a mile from our house, so nice. would ride my bike there with my buddy Kelly. We'd go up there and buy pack after pack of 1985 tops, looking for Dwight Gooden rookie cards. The doc. Yes, and uh, and man, it was it was all history after that. Man, I, I was hooked, and uh, I, I've been collecting ever since. I took I took a little time off during college just because you your interests go elsewhere sure. and. Uh, and I was broke and living in the dorms, and you know I, I didn't have an allowance anymore. So uh, were you on that and diet, like it, macaroni and cheese, ramen yeah. and noodles? <laughs> <laughs> that that's right. That in uh, Keystone Light, I think, was the food of choice. And a few years after college, I went back to visit my folks. Popped open a couple boxes of cards just to look through them, and was. Mm-hmm was instantly back into it. You know, I went on the internet and started looking around and realizing I could buy any card or I could sure. find any card that I was looking for. And that was a game changer and uh, jumped back in. And, and here we are now. Here we are now. And now you have this awesome series called Pat Geek. Uh, I've been privileged enough to be on it. You you just ran through, I think, every uh, A or B list celebrity in Dallas Fort Worth <laughs> <laughs> on there. Um how, so first, tell us about Pat Geek. How did you get started with that? And then, like, what's your secret to getting these guys and girls to come in who who don't typically mess with cards? Yeah, yeah. So, what's your secret there? Well, uh, I would like to say we just did episode fifty, mm-hmm. so that that's, that's a awesome. huge milestone for us. Um, yeah. So the thing with Pat Geek is, I I like to try to find people who either currently collect or collected as a kid mm-hmm. and, and try to tap into that nostalgia. <clears throat> Much like myself, you know, I there are some cards from the 70s or 80s that I'm, I have such huge connection to. Sure. And so the idea is I will find these people and figure out what it was they collected as a kid. What, what card, what year, what set meant sure. a lot to them and <clears throat> try to track that down and open those packs with them and help them kind of relive this moment right. in their life right. that has all of these great memories attached to it, whether they were you know, riding their bike to 7-Eleven to get whatever year pack it was, and just talk through that and, and have fun with it and you know, be kids again. Sure. So uh, that, that was kind of the whole 
the whole idea behind the show. And I open, I just love opening packs. Sure. So at some point, I thought, I'm opening all these packs. Some are expensive, some aren't, but it would be cool if I was able to share this experience with other people and kind of, uh, you know, film over the shoulder so it kind of feels like you're opening the packs while I'm doing it. Sure. Um, obviously when we have guests in, we have to change the camera setup a little bit, but I, I work in production. So I take a lot of pride in having high quality production. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as far as the, the guests we've been getting, I've been trying to bring in, uh, some fun media people who collected as a kid and both my wife, wife and I work in media. So, these are a lot of the people we know. Okay. And uh, that's easier. <laughs> it definitely makes it easier. I, although I haven't tapped into the athlete market that you guys have here. So I, I'm also a little envious of the guests you bring in. You know, that's, uh, it's luck. Luck and timing really is really, really what it is because athletes are so busy. Sure. You know, so getting, getting them to say yes is really, uh, it's just luck and timing. It's all it is. My favorite athlete I think we've ever interviewed was Nate Robinson. And Nate getting Nate Robinson on the phone was like you seen have you seen that new commercial with uh it was it's a touchdown celebration dance commercial with uh Andy Garcia and like Stefan Diggs? No. Okay, so how have I missed this? So what it is is uh Stefan Diggs I think it's Stefan Diggs. He's he's calling or no, I'm sorry, Andy Garcia just calls him out of the blue. He's like, So I hear you need some help with your touchdown celebrations. Wait, let me move to a landline. He hangs up the phone, and then, <laughs> and then like, so it just plays out, and he ends up calling Stefan Diggs at like, you know, one thirty in the morning, and he just picks up the phone, and he goes, "You put your left hand in, you take your left hand out, you put your left <laughs> hand in," <laughs> and then it shows Diggs like writing notes, right? So that's what it was with Nate. It was like, uh, "All right, call this phone at this time." All right, I'm too busy here to call this phone at this time. He had like five different numbers oh, wow. that we had to call him on. And when and when we finally locked it down, he, I said, "Hey, I got him on the phone." I was like, "Nate, uh, you know, this is Eric from the Fat Packs. We're uh, we, we're scheduled to do a, an interview." He goes, "He goes, oh yeah, 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 yeah. When <laughs> when are we gonna do that?" I'm like, "Like right now? If you <laughs> can we do that right now?" <laughs> and he was like, "Sure." So like the athlete thing, it's fun, and, and I know that you're that's something you would probably aspire to. It, it's work, man. I'm sure it's work. It's absolute work. Do you have to deal with a lot of agents? I've not ever had to deal with an agent. Uh, I can see where where in the future it could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, all the athletes we've ever had on the on the show have either a been at a show that we're at, or we have some kind of connection to them where we can just call them directly. That's good, man. I think once you get into the the world of handlers yeah. and agents, it just waters down that connection you're trying to make exactly. like five five different cell phones seems easy compared to working through an agent exactly we're uh so you asked about the toronto show off air yeah um i've requested interviews with thurman thomas ozzy smith and marty turco marty turco i'm fairly sure is going to happen he has a good relationship with us here at beckett he's a collector and he's collect- he collects with his son i think that Really? Good, yeah, that has a good possibility of happening. That'd be huge. Uh, but Thurman Thomas and Ozzy Smith are complete, what? complete toss-ups. Like, like we're gonna have to deal with somebody who's handling them to make sure that to make that happen. And if it doesn't happen, I, I won't be surprised. I've just requested the interview, so I don't know. The thermometer and the wizard. Yeah, <laughs> that would be huge. That would be awesome, right? So in a couple of weeks, right, right over around the corner in the at the Irving Convention Center, the uh, the Dallas Fan Days is happening, 
and that's another one that I've requested an interview with uh, with Bret Hart, and it's something that I'm I'm gonna have to deal with somebody. Bret there the Hitman Hart. Bret the Hitman Hart. Yes. Man, there's you've got some exciting interviews coming. Up. I if they all pan out, yes, they're great. But if they don't, we're positive people, Eric. Yeah, we are. We're just going people. to assume this is going to come through. <laughs> this, this is how we get things done. Yes. Now let's get back to you. Then you you uh, outside of your Pat Geek series, you are a bit of a uh, a collector yourself. You have a a bit of a Pat Mahomes thing going on, right? Oh man. So uh, I got to send a shout out to Tracy Hackler. He. Uh, Tracy Hackler from Panini, he came on the show and brought a, a briefcase of uh, Panini flawless Flaws, football. Yeah. And I like I'm an old school guy. I don't I don't keep up with a lot of the new players and a lot certainly not a lot of the new cards. Unfortunately, I'm trying to get better about that. Um, but he brought this briefcase on, and I couldn't get over the fact that there was a briefcase with like sure. ten high end cards in it. And so, you know, I'm I'm coming from the school of you're going to have to open an entire case of that product to yeah. get the case the, the big hit right. out of that. So, um a if you're not familiar, the Panini Flawless, it's it is literally a briefcase. It looks like James Bond walked into yeah. the room with this thing, you know, handcuffed to his wrist, and it has 10 all limited edition cards. Um, I want to say there, I might be getting that wrong. It might be less than 10, but it's between like six and 10. They're all limited edition. Mm -hmm. I want to say they're all under 50 Mm -hmm. and, uh, a lot of autos, a lot of, um, a lot of jerseys and to make a long story longer, we, we ended up pulling a Pat Mahomes rookie numbered out of five from that. Wow. And I'm like, you know, I've heard a little bit about this guy, but tell me about him, Tracy. So Tracy goes on this rant, and, uh, and I'm like, he's, he sounds amazing. I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan, so I should have known about this guy. But again, Probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little disconnected these days. So since then, I, I followed up on this, did some research on the guy, realized he's a Texas guy originally. Yeah. Uh, went to Texas Tech, and of course, I've been watching him this season. He's been on fire, so I've had to pick up some of these cards. I've been following him heavily. We just gave away an autograph uh, on the Pack Geek Twitter, nice, and follow that at Pack Geek. And uh, and so he seems like a great, great guy, a great sure. endorser for the NFL, great endorser for the Kansas City Chiefs, and certainly for Panini football right. cards. Obviously, if you don't know who Pat Mahomes is, his, da- his dad pitched for the Twins and the Rangers, and um. Another team I can't forget the other, I can't remember the other team, but he he grew up here in the in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, and we have a guy upstairs who he didn't go to the same school as Pat Mahomes, but they were in the same district, so he saw him play little league baseball and you know school baseball and school football. As I mean, he is not constantly complaining, but he but like once or twice a week we hear. You know, I could be Pat Mahomes right now. <laughs> he was a three-sport standout. Yeah, he was. There is a – I just watched a video on, online. I can't remember if it was Twitter or wherever it was, but him dunking on someone mm-hmm. in a high school basketball game. Yeah. I've seen, uh, you know, baseball footage of him from high school, but what a stud. Yeah, absolute stud. Absolute. So you got that going for you. And you're, you're, you, you live here in Texas, but you kind of been you lived in California, and you're mm-hmm. from Kansas City. So, is, does your collection focus on Kansas City sports, or is it a little bit of everything? It's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I, I love George Brett. Okay, growing up 
around the Kansas City area. And uh, but it, it isn't limited to Kansas City athletes for sure. They're just kind of the hometown players in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I I've been all over the place with my collecting habits. At one point in time, I was only collecting pre-war boxing. I, like, you know, that's me, man. Seriously, I didn't even know that about you. That was. I love pre-war boxing cards, and there is a shop over in Arlington. It's like a like a Charming Charlie's or something. It's a, it's a, a lady owns it, but she's given her husband like the back, you know, third of the shop, and all he sells is boxing cards. Really? Yeah. I, I forget the name. Uh, I'll have to look it up when, when I'll send it to you later. But like, it's all this, you know, bracelets and and dresses and and you know accessories and everything. But in the very back corner. Her husband has a little spot, and it's all boxing cards. The bare knuckle brawlers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I loved like you know finding Jack Johnson and Joe Lewis and uh, you know John L. Sullivan and and all those old cool. Of sure. course, uh, Gene Tunney and uh, you know I, I'm forgetting more names than I'm remembering right now, but I, I loved those guys. It, it seemed boxing seemed to be such a cool kind of classy right. sport back then right the pugilist yes the yes pugilist. um awesome tie-in i didn't tell you this before before we started but we are in the middle of slam this is our first slam episode so what the, is slam so it, you're able to tie in boxing and that's great so, so slam is a celebration of all thing uh of the of the fighting arts so it's wrestling ufc uh boxing uh movie tie whatever you want to call it so once we're giving away uh, we're giving away all that kind of wrestling cards and UFC cards and all that kind of stuff. But all through the month of October, it's uh, we it started off as a as an ode to the WWE WWF, but now it's uh, including everything. So the eight, the fact that you were able to tie in a little bit of uh, boxing there was very nice. I'm here for your random segue, there. <laughs> That's what that is, right, <laughs> dude? So what um, I. I have this tradition at our house, my wife and I, sure. for Halloween, speaking of, where we stopped giving out candy uh-huh. and started, well, I can't say we completely stopped giving out candy, but we have a, we've changed our focus okay. to be on like non-sugary items, All right. which sometimes goes over well, sometimes it doesn't. How many times has your house been egged? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, so we give out baseball packs, okay, baseball card packs, I should say, football card packs. And then my uh, my my wife will give out stickers in okay. case kids aren't interested in sports at all. Sure. So uh, I'm passing out like 1988 tops baseball packs, mm. and then like 1989 uh, pro line or pro set football. Okay. And it is hilarious because these these are cards that I love and mm-hmm. I, I give them out, but it always ends up turns out that the dads are way, way more, more interested and yeah. sending their kids up like grab a couple <laughs> more packs. That's funny. And the kids are like, "Oh, these are these are really old," and and I'm like, "Yeah, hang on to them." Like I I think it's fun because these kids, while we all know. 1988 tops is not all that valuable it was probably more valuable in 1988 than it is now uh but these little kids it's maybe their first exposure to sports cards at all right they found like they just hit a treasure trove of tom glavin rookies right and uh and it's fun to kind of get them interested in sports cards maybe through a set that they would have never collected otherwise sure that's uh 
that's awesome. Again, I just I wonder how many times your house is going to be egged. <laughs> that's, that's, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, we're we're on a we're on a time limit here, and I got to get you out of here. But it's exciting for me to sit across from you and know that you're expecting your first child on Monday. That is all, boy or girl? A little boy, a little, a little pack ripper. You you're you're all on board. You're ready to go. Are you nervous? Oh man, I am so incredibly nervous. I'm nervous just hearing you ask me that question. <laughs> I I just don't want to mess this up. It's like the ultimate project. Um, I I'm so excited though. We've wanted to have kids for a long time. This sure. is a really big deal for my wife and I. But man, I am nervous. The closer we get to Monday. Uh, which is when our due date is, the closer or, or the more nervous, the more excited, the more anxious sure. I am. But it's it's amazing. It, so, is, it is amazing. You know, with a, a little luck and a, a whole lot of prayer, we will uh, be parents on Monday. Well, we will keep you in our prayers. But before you go, you've told me this story. I don't think you've told it on air, though. Tell me who told you that your wife, you were expecting. Oh, man. Okay, so... Um, I'll try to make this as concise as possible, but it's it's such a crazy story. So my I, one Saturday morning, I, I you know I came out and my wife and I were just hanging around. She works in media, so occasionally she asks me to do random stuff. Sure, like she'll film something for social media channel or, or whatever it might be. And she said, I need you to watch a video, and then I need to do a video of you talking about this video for work. She okay. prefaced it with for work. Um, and so I'm, I didn't think anything of it. She was like, go get cleaned up because here I am, you know, in, right. in a T-shirt and sweatpants like I do on Saturday mornings. And so I'm thinking, well, this is weird. You know, she wants me to clean up, but, you know, I understand it's for work. So she doesn't want me looking extra scrubby. Um so I go get cleaned up, come out. She sits a laptop down in front of me and says, you need to watch this. Nice. So I, the first tip off that something was a little weird is she starts filming me watching this. And nah. I was like, well, I didn't think this was the agreement, but I'm trying to stay <laughs> in it and watch that. So here pops on this older dude, familiar face, and I'm thinking – he looks really familiar. And he says, hey there, Jeff, this is George Brett. There you go. <laughs> and I, I go into that like Twilight Zone of what's going on, out-of-body experience. Sure. Well, George Brett, you know, my childhood hero, proceeds to tell me in a kind of roundabout, fun way that I'm going to be a father. And awesome. and so I, I I'm just floored. And to this day, like I don't know what was crazier, he having George Brett address me. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it was crazier to hear that I was going to be a father or to hear that from George Brett. Sure. But uh, yeah, to this day, and I actually I I put that video on the pack geek channel so if anyone's interested in seeing it it's pretty crazy you know it's it's uh it, it's kind of a low quality video but sure. you can tell it was it was filmed on either a laptop or a phone uh but it is george brad telling me i'm going to be a father there you and go. man it it was amazing i will never forget that as a collector having your your childhood hero tell you that you're going to be a father like 
I don't think there's too many other people out there that can experience that. So you have one in the hobby that I don't think many other people will ever have. So <laughs> that is awesome. I have a very, very resourceful wife. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was maybe it was the ultimate her, surprise. Maybe you should use her to book your athletes instead of for me. sure. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, easier. She, I had her on as the first guest sure. on the show. So yeah, she's she's been involved with Pack Geek the entire way. Awesome. All right, we're gonna get we got to get you out of here. Tell our listeners where they can find you on social media. Thank you. I am on everything is at Pack Geek. So okay. just like it sounds, Pack Geek. And then uh, please go check out my YouTube channel and subscribe if you like the videos. Please do that. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. I really appreciate it. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. Thank you.